Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for And Another, Another Thing, Thing, where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. <laughs> so grab a drink, sit back, and join us for And Another Thing. We are women, hear us roar! International Women's Day. We posted on our Facebook page, but we realize it's Women's History Month. So yes. We are going to dedicate a show to uh, things we know really well, women. Because we and, are women. And people who present as women. <laughs> and yes. um, just, you know, womenhood. Womenhood. Yes. yes. Sisterhood. Exactly. So um, we're going to share some facts and some interesting things. We'd love to know um, any of your favorites, you know, like heroes, books you've read. We just want to celebrate women. Yes. You want to so, start? Uh, sure. Okay. So I, being a musician and singer, um, I decided to look for uh, female musicians in history that maybe nobody knows about or don't get enough love if right. you do know about them. That's a lot. So you yeah, have so many. I'm going to go actually chronologically, and I have my notes here. That's why I'm leaning forward. Um, so let's start with this. Cassia, K-A-S-S-I-A, I guess, um, of Constantinople. Okay. I knew it. No one's business but the Turks. Shh. Shh. Okay. Um. So, I guess there's a little debate about this, but Cassia, who was born around 805, 805, after the year of our Lord, um, is often called the first female composer of the Occident, meaning the Western world. Uh, she's considered the first, you know, compo female composer. Um, and her place in Byzantine folklore was sealed even before we knew of her music. She was from a wealthy family. And she dissed the Emperor Theophilos at a bride show. Oh, like he was going to pick her or something? I guess so. I guess maybe they paraded potential ladies in oh front God. of... Like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. Back in the old and older days. Right, now they... Now they it's like, get their pie or something. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> get their pie. That sounds dirty. It does. Um, anyway, so I guess she dissed this emperor after he used the story of Eve from the book of Genesis to suggest that women were responsible for much evil. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, he did. But here's the thing. She was not just some little dismissive. She was a feminist, I'll tell you nice. what. In 805. In 805. And she said, and through a woman came forth the better things, she replied, annoyed. So she didn't get to marry the emperor. He married some chick named Theodora, who became the empress. And then Cassia decided to adopt the monastic life. She became a, basically what would be a nun back in the day. And that's when she started writing music. And about 50 of her magical hymns have survived. Wow. Although some authorship of some of them has been debated. 
as well what also survived is hundreds of her non-liturgical verses and this is my favorite thing including this zinging epigram i hate the rich man moaning as if he were poor Ooh, gosh she was ahead of her time way ahead of her time i love that so cheers to cassia cassia of constantinople who is debatably the very first female composer and, that we are aware and she of. was like an ancient adele because adele <laughs> as soon as she broke up with her first husband boyfriend long term mm -hmm. she went and got like 12 grammys so good for right. her uh -huh. she got men out of her exactly. life and wrote music good for you music. cassia and thank you for all of us who have uh you paved the the total true way for all the rest of us. Oh, I thought you meant for uh, being a, a monostatic and not having sex, but you meant oh, for music. Well, we're not <laughs> getting that personal on this show. <laughs> Save show. it. <laughs> so um, I have some things that were invented by women that you may not know about. Oh, fun. Um, so uh, the car heater. Was, shut the uh, front door. Yeah. Shut the car door. That's right. It <laughs> was invented in 1893 by Margaret Wilcox, so pretty early into cars. Wow. And um, I'm sure she I think they still had to turn, turn crank them, I think, back then. Yeah, and who knows? It could have been like a, I don't know, it could have been like a, a wood-burning stove in there. I don't know what it was. <laughs> True. Somebody um, sits in the back seat so and shovels probably cold. like, it's a little cold in here. I've got my coat on. It's bulky, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and let me do one other one, and then you sure. Okay, so this is a this is a good one. Monopoly, the game Monopoly, was invented by Elizabeth Maggie in 1904. Oh, she originally called it the landlord's game, and it was satirical <laughs> against big property owners, which I mean it still is, but yeah, you know. um, it was completely ripped off and stolen by a man named Charles Darrow. Of course, it was, and he sold it to Parker Brothers. Of course he did. Yes. So finally, after 20 years, Parker Brothers tracked down Elizabeth Maggie and paid her a big whopping $500 for her trouble. Oh, I know. How many sets of Monopoly have been sold? How many family fights over Monopoly have been Oh, had? my Lord. Yeah, she made $500 for that whole thing. $500! Oh, my God. And people still try to say... That sexism isn't right, systemic. and that's two five hundred dollars <laughs> is two um, railroad fees, right, or two utilities? <laughs> <laughs> totally, it's only oh half of, half of pass and go. That's <laughs> bless her heart. That is so uncool. And can you imagine her descendants are like, man, we could have been rich. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Anyway, so some of you probably have heard of Sister Rosetta Tharp. Uh, born 1915, passed in 1973. Those who think Jimi Hendrix invented the electric guitar superstar needs to check out Sister Rosetta Tharp. Um, she was already an incredibly popular gospel performer, but apparently <laughs> she decided to start playing the devil's music With and started, yeah, well, the blues. She started playing the blues and just playing I've seen some uh, footage of her. She was a badass. There are player. some. There are still. And wasn't she a yeah. big lady too? I think, or no? Um, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking you of might somebody. be thinking of somebody else because okay. I think she was, you know, whatever right. for the time. Yeah. You know. We'll try and find a thing and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, the thing is, uh, her recording stand as vital landmarks on the roadmap of modern music. Among her many achievements, this is what kind of grabbed me to talk about this. She kickstarted the career of Richard Penniman 
who we all know Little as Richard. Little Richard, who is debatably considered the first androgynous, which a word we don't use anymore, rock star. But clearly, if she, if she was a big influence on him, that would explain his makeup and stuff like that. That's you know, fantastic. That, I love that. I love that. So she's there's a lot of guitar players who will you know bring her up as oh yeah I know who that is you know what I mean. Um, just to go back, so is androgynous replaced with non-binary? I believe it's intersex now. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Yes. When you are, if you are intersex, please let us know if if we're. Correct on that. I believe, I have an I intersex friend. I thought intersex friend. is when you have both genitalia. Um, I believe it can. Well, androgynous. I think that's what they used to call people with both sets of in, uh, right. and okay. genitalia. You know what? We're gonna look it up and clarify. Yeah, we'll look it up and clarify. Next, uh, and I should have yeah, done that. You know that? No, but it was, was one a.m. when I was pulling this yeah. information. No, I was just curious. <laughs> I think that's interesting mm -hmm. because I'm trying to think if I still use that. I don't know. I think right. I, I think I say non-binary. Mm. I don't know, and that could be wrong too. Well, I believe non-binary is uh, what you identify as, regardless of your genitalia. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hokey dokey. So, um, <laughs> I love this one. In 1882, a woman named Maria Beasley invented the life raft that is oh. on all boats and ships. Ships are now because of the that stuff one. that wasn't enough of on the Titanic. You mean? Correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. Because <laughs> not um, her fault. She had a couple family members die in a shipwreck. Aww. And she's like, there must, there has to be something on board that can help Can them. save people. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? So before they had lifeboats, but this was a raft that you could blow up and, yeah. you know, stow. Um, and Brilliant. then uh, I'll just do my last one, and then you'll close it out with music. Is that cool? Sure. While I have my glasses on. I've got on. a couple more, but cool. that's okay. That's good. Okay. So um, this is kind of a combo uh, between those of you who don't know Ada Lovelace, she pretty much is the mother of computing. Mm. She was a very, very wealthy woman and gave that all up to study math. And what we know now is she was the first computer programmer. And like in, ever? Yes, in eighteen thirty three. Um she was doing computations that led to pretty much the first computer. And then Dr. Shirley Jackson, who was the first black woman to receive a PhD at MIT, acronym city, um, <laughs> she conducted all the scientific research that gave us fax machines, touch-tone phones, solar cells, and fire, fiber optic cables. So if it was not for those two women, we would not... We, would we not wouldn't be, be doing this show right exactly. now. A hundred percent we would not be doing this show right now. And Darcy wouldn't be reading her notes off of the laptop. <laughs> off of my laptop, yes. Um, and, yeah. That's amazing. Really freaking amazing. Oh, and then one last thing, and then we're going to close out with you, because these are all electronic things. A woman named Marie Van Britten Brown, she patented the system for closed-circuit television for her New York City apartment building. Because police were so slow to respond to calls, she wanted to make sure that they had a recording that when the police finally did respond, that they were secure in knowing that the police could see what exactly happened. Wow. In the 1800s, she was like, oh no, we need to, yeah. Thank you, women. Thank you, ladies. And it's just so interesting to, to think, a little off topic, how, you know, there's this, after a certain period of time, there was this huge boom in technology and now we can't even keep up right you know and it's just kind of funny to me that all these predecessors did all these things that got us to where we are but there's the uh 
theory that we didn't actually get the technology that these formulas and com computations would work for um, till after Roswell. We should do a show on that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, anything's possible. The theories of that the aliens gave us the tech because I mean, it just boomed so I have fast. To say, there are times when I go through what I call my death spiral at night when you start thinking about something and you can't stop thinking about <laughs> oh, something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and like three in the clock in the morning, three in the clock, three o'clock. Three in the, in the clocks. Um, I'm thinking of, oh my, oh my gosh, we have, I carry everything around in this little thing, all my music, all my notes, all my everything. Oh my gosh. What, I mean, there are times when it blows me away. There are times when I could sit and think about an airplane and it freaks me out for an hour. <laughs> my sister said she used to think about one day she was looking at a globe. <laughs> I don't think it was in our house, somebody else's house, cause we didn't have a globe, but she was looking at a globe and she saw a fly land on it. And she thought to herself, she's like, what if God is the fly? And then she just went down this <laughs> mental rabbit hole. What if the globe is really the yeah, earth what if and I'm like, an alien holding it in my yeah, hand? Yeah, or I'm just, I'm just on this globe and I'm in somebody's house and, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, right? What if we're on a globe? Oh, that's so meta. But yeah. yeah, I do. I think about stuff like that. So anyway. Yeah. It's a big shock for us we went off topic, but yeah, I want to hear about some more big musicians. Um, okay, so after Sister Rosetta, we have, and I, this is news to me. Um, I lived in Nashville for 13 years, and I've never heard of this uh, beautiful woman. Her name is Linda Martell, born in 1941, and I believe she's still alive. She makes this list because she's apparently super talented, but she had two extraordinary achievements, which were she was the first commercially successful African-American country star. Wow. I've never heard of Linda no, Martell. Neither, neither. Like, to me, I always thought the first black country star period was Charlie, Charlie Pride. But apparently, she was first, and she was the first black woman to play the Grand Ole Opry stage. How come we never hear about this? I don't know. Especially me living in Nashville, never heard a word of Linda Martell. Um, and I've sung like a, in the Opry. And there should be like a Linda Martell elementary school in yes. Nashville. There should be. Or like her post office. At the Opry, like a Ben in the Opry, sung in the Opry. I don't recall ever seeing any black That's woman's amazing. face on any wall there. If anybody knows more about her, right? why yes. this hap happened. Well, like, here's yeah. part of it criminally underrecorded. She only released one album in 1970. It's called Color Me Country and apparently it got great reviews and fans of country music uh, should definitely check that out, see if they can find it. I don't know if you can find it anymore. I'm sure it's out of print, but maybe yeah. somewhere on the That's YouTube amazing. somebody uploaded That's amazing. it. amazing. Yeah, and I watched a short video of her. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman and um, just really sad. She well, didn't really I get can guess a why shot. She didn't get her well, shot. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, given we, where we it is in the South, but yeah. But um, uh, the great thing about Nashville right now is that uh, there, there's a couple. Well, Darius Rucker has done very well for himself, formerly of Hootie and the Blowfish, um, is doing good as a you know country artist. And oh, and that, there's that new guy who was just on Dancing with the Stars, who's fantastic. Oh, what's his name? He was on the Macy's Day Parade too. He's oh, really? he's great. Yeah, and, and there's young, a young woman who I believe her single was called, and I will double check this, um, and the caption will either confirm or not. Um, I believe, I can't think of her name, which is gorgeous uh, young black girl, and I believe mm -hmm. she wrote a song called Black Like Me as a country song, which that's pretty freaking yeah. 
Great. you know, and she seems to be having some success. And so Nashville's opening up and they also have the, um, the brothers whose name I forget. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Well, I know why. Well, you can see that. We, Osborne, brothers not... Osborne, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them is openly gay. And so, Oh yeah. 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 Countries starting to, you know, step into this century. And yeah. so I'm glad Good. about that. Good. And, and we I'll can thank Linda name... Martell for starting that, you know, Wagon guy. And I will get you the name of the artist I'm thinking about. He's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. We'll post a bunch Little of Nas. stuff on our Facebook Little page. Little Nas X. He oh, Lil Nas. Lil Nas X. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although I love his, his newer stuff. If you, it's, it's, he's getting a lot of radio play right now. That's yeah. what I want. I want somebody to love me. It's really good. Oh, but listen to the non-G-rated version. Look it up on YouTube. I think it's called I Want. And then parenthetically, somebody to love me. It's really good. Well, I'll check that out. Um, and my last uh, amazing musician lady, and by the way, I had to fight every fiber of my being to bring up Ann Wilson of Heart, who is my favorite uh, rock singer of all time. Um, but this is Lori Spiegel, who is an electronic music composer. She may become the first human musician, musician ever to be heard by aliens, Obviously, this uh, source doesn't necessarily think they That's exist. Correct. I do. Um, but her piece, Harmonices Mundi, translated to be Harmony of the World, is an adaption of a 17th century composition by a German mathematician and philosopher named, philosopher, philosopher named Johannes Kepler, based on the orbits of the planets. It is the first piece of music that appears on the golden record which was placed on the space probe Voyager 1 and 2 by NASA. So if you're not familiar, there's a golden record where they uh, put a bunch of music on it in case the aliens find it and they to help them learn about us. And the first oh, piece amazing. on the golden record is that. Um, I believe there's also, uh, I think the golden record might also include some TV stuff, which I believe I Love Lucy is on there. So if the aliens find us, they're going to know about Lucy That's and Ricky. awesome. Um, so here's... This is a little bit of a longer story, but I was so fascinated by it that I wanted to share it with y'all. She says, quote, I was sitting with some friends in Woodstock, Woodstock, when a telephone call was forwarded to me from somebody who claimed to be from NASA and who wanted to use a piece of my music to contact extraterrestrial life. I said, come on, if you're for real, you better send the request to me through the mail on official NASA letterhead. And although she's not the only musician to appear on the Golden Record, she's probably the only one to also appear on the soundtrack to The Hunger Games, as she did with her 1972 composition, Sediment. And blah, 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 blah. Um, she's done all, just all these crazy things. So the thing about people who make electric, electronic music is that they're both left and right brain. Right, because it's and a they lot are, of It's programming, yeah. it's computing, it's super heavy on the math and, and all that kind of stuff. So she's done all sorts of stuff. Uh, founded the Computer Music Studio at New York University. Wrote the algorithmic composition software Music Mouse, and in, which is an intelligent instrument for Mac, Atari, and Amiga in 1984. Wow. So basically she created the way, you know, you remember your Atari game songs. Yeah. She created the way that came about, the music wow. on, on those old Atari uh, PlayStations. That's and for Mac awesome. And like that. So she's 
she has, you know, really, really paved some ways and in, in, in paved some roads in lots of ways. For Thank you music. to all those fabulous yes. women. Cheers to the ladies who do all the things while we sit here and day drink and talk to you. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. So we also wanted to talk about the... Um, the nominee for the Supreme Yes, uh, Judge Katanji Brown, I believe her um, hearing starts today. Her hearings um, start today as you're watching this show. Um, and I really hope, I really hope they, I can't imagine that they wouldn't Get her um, a, 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 approve, that's the word I'm looking for, approve of her yeah. because um, I saw a meme floating around. Now memes have to be vetted, but right. no, she has over. Internet. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> if, if Professor Google says, then it's true. Um, but this meme said she has eight plus years of uh, judging experience on the appellate circuit, which is bipartisan approval. Right. You know, which is oh the step before generally uh, the SCOTUS yeah. nomination, and. Uh, so that alone should give her a little heads, you know, a little leg up right. there. But she has eight plus years on the jury or the judging circuit, which is, if I'm remembering correctly, more than the last four most recent appointees combined. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. And that blows my mind because now there's nothing in the Constitution that says you have to be a judge to be a SCOTUS. No, you can... Pick somebody walking down the street. Yeah, I which mean, we don't advise, obviously. But just the fact that our last most, our four last most recent, and a couple of them have been there for a long dang time, obviously. Absolutely. But that she has more experience as a judge than four of them. Yeah, it's really impressive. <sighs> look up, look up her her qualifications. It's mm -hmm. so impressive. Yeah, Josh Holly got with her, got on her this week. Josh Holly is Holly is the guy who you know fist fist pumped the insurrectionists. As he was walking into Such the Capitol that day, jerk. he said that he was questioning that she had been too soft on sexual predators and that it was giving crap about the fact that she represented sexual predators. Now, here's the thing. Everyone in this country is entitled, entitled to a defense. A fair trial. A That's fair trial what it is. and a defense. Beyond a reasonable doubt. That's and somebody who reason. goes to bat for you no matter what. So I have no time for this racist bullshit from Josh Hawley, who is a traitor and an insurrectionist And I'm encourager. sorry, why would a woman be too soft on sexual predators? Right. I mean, I know that's a generalization. I know that's a gross generalization. But if anything, I would think that women would be harder. Well, if she's not a prosecutor, then she right. Then she's gotta take cases of people who maybe they did it, but they still are. They they're still. This is something I learned when I used to transcribe for uh, when I used to transcribe psychological evaluations right. for prison inmates. Most of them are for prison inmates on death row. Yeah. And listening to these people's stories, where literally every adult in their life just dropped the ball or did yeah. not give Abused a crap. people abuse. You know, yeah, it's like some of these people never had a chance. And so at the least, the least we can do is make sure they get a fair shot in court. 
you know, and that was her job to make sure. Well, and the other thing, yes, I agree with you, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, I okay. completely agree with you. And the other thing is another oh, thing. Oh, ding ding ding. <laughs> um, a lot of times it's played out mm -hmm. because the victim doesn't want to go through it, or the person agrees to a lesser charge and will go on the sex, sex sexual offenders registry or whatever. We don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we don't know the details of every case. And so for him to, to say. Well, his that, words have no weight to me. You know, an attorney who represents criminals doesn't deserve to be on SCOTUS. First of all, I believe she'd be the first. What's not the, not a prosecuting attorney because that's the one who prosecutes criminals. What's the other one called? Defense. Defense, right? Defending attorney, whatever. Um, so she'd be the, the first defense attorney on SCOTUS ever in history, I believe I read. So. I think that's very interesting because she is there. She has spent her life defending people who quite possibly considering how many people of color we have incarcerated and maybe shouldn't be. Right. Or, well, that's, that, yeah, that's you know, different than what I was going to say. But yes, you're Yeah, but you're, right. you're right too. Yeah, you know what I mean? People are guilty. I mean, they're, uh, I don't. They know. still have rights in this country. They still have rights as human beings. Um, you know, there's a documentary right now about Attica that's Oscar nominated that I really want to watch because uh, if you're not aware, I can't remember the year, but back, I think it was back in the 70s, the prison inmates of Attica revolted yeah, to huge... get uh, basic human rights, to be treated as basic human beings. And that's the thing. It's like, you know what? You have to not forget that every grown man or woman that is in jail for doing something heinous was once a five-year-old child that experienced trauma right. or neglect right. of some kind because you don't and people are responsible for their own decisions absolutely you know but some people are born into places and to people for which there are no other options or they feel like there are no other options yeah. and they're still human beings and they still deserve to be treated as human beings no matter how far towards the side of evil they've they've gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just anyway kinda again yeah. kinda got off what? track there. What? But uh so we'll be paying attention to Judge Brown's um hearings this week and crossing our fingers because it is time. It is time for a black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. Absolutely. This time. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's drink to that. Yes. Let's. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we want to hear your stories, your opinions. Who is a woman that you really um, look up to? Could be your mom. Could be your sister. We want to know. Yeah. And give us pictures Doesn't too. Doesn't have to be someone famous. No. We'll make them famous. Yeah. With <laughs> all our followers. We'll put it out there. Also, we are going to start a new segment of our show. Yes. We're calling right now. We're calling it unsolicited advice. That name might change, but basically, send us in your questions. It's like, dear Abby, but, but we're us. going to but <laughs> us. But we're we're going to be Abby, and so we may give you craptastic advice, or it may be the best advice. It may but be. But we really want. You have a problem. You have a problem with someone. You have a neighbor, a noisy yeah. neighbor. You have oh something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could hear the little kids next door in our Screaming. studio. Um, but yes, please send us in, ask 
um, unsolicited advice from Darcy and Kelly, yeah. and we would love to give it a shout. And you don't have to put your real name. Right. But you're tell good. us where you're from, because yeah. we're going to say this is from uh, Joe in... Right. And even if you send it Cleveland. to us from our from your own email address, that's we'll yeah. redact everything. Yes. And we'll never even remember yeah. to look so, at it. So, true. <laughs> so email us at andanotherthingtv at yahoo.com. You can also uh, DM us, right. PM us at our Facebook page if you prefer to do that. and um, Or give us a comment on our Facebook page. Um, which is also another thing, TV, another thing, TV. Yeah, you could find us or, yeah, DM mm -hmm. us personally, Darcy yeah. Monet, Kelly Goodman, Kelly Comedy, wherever. You could find us. Yes. Stalk us, find us. We're easy to stalk. So, yeah, send us in those questions and we will put together a show in the future where we're just giving the advice and it could be awful and it could be great. We Absolutely. Or if it's not one show, we may end our shows with it for a while. Yeah. Maybe that's a thing. We could do that. I don't know. We're just coming up on the fly. We're coming yeah. up with it on the fly. We're just um, learning as we go here. So please, we want to celebrate the women in your lives and mm -hmm. your, um, you know, what's the favorite book you read? One of the best books I read about a woman that really inspired me was um, Helen Keller's autobiography. Oh, wow. Um, I was obsessed with her when I was a kid. I, me too. And that's Absolutely why I read obsessed. it. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, you guys. We are so appreciative that you watch and listen. We are. And uh, if you want to support us, you are welcome to please like, share, subscribe, write a review if you're listening on iTunes, and tell people how much you love us and, and share us. We, and we've had a couple people reach out to Darcy on Twitter that we, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. saying that she was right in the dating show. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, yeah. we appreciate you listening, watching, however you uh, uh, consume our content. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that there's so many ways. Thanks to the women we just mentioned That's today. Right. All of the women. <laughs> Ada Lovelace, we're talking about you. Yes. Um, so in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. We'll see you, thingies. Cheers.